Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 148 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Booney Breakdown. Um, if you're new here, this will be your first episode, probably, <laughs> with the homie, our problematic fave, Brian. So I do do some episodes where I do Booney and friends. So Brian is a homie. He's ratchet. He's ridiculous. He's amazing. He's funny. <laughs> and if you're listening to this on time, when this episode came out, he just celebrated his birthday. So send him some well wishes. All right. In this episode, we, I don't know, I can't say we get super ratchet, but we do talk about some ratchet ass things. And Brian does make an admission to me. He saved a little news about himself to spring it on me during the episode to get my reaction. I was pleasantly surprised. It's good news, people. It's news that we've all been telling him something that he should be doing. I asked also... We had a conversation because a guest said that we had never talked about period sex on here, which I was actually kind of shocked about. So all of this happens later in the episode. So stick around for that conversation. All right. We're just going to hop right into Booney's pick of the week this week. My pick of the week is uh, P-Valley, Pussy Valley. Uh, I'm going to watch the girls get naked. Um, At first, I wasn't going to watch the show because nothing about it really appealed to me. And I know that might be really shocking to people. Um, who listen to the podcast and know the context of that show. But I was able, I binged it like the first six episodes and then I watched the last two as they came out. I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought the season was really short. Eight eight episodes is not enough. Um, But I think they gave us enough meat to make a second season interesting. I already see where some of the the storylines are going. But can we give it out to the Drake lookalike who like, that is what Drake thinks he looks like. Like, that guy is fine. I don't even know his real name. I should look it up. Shout out to the Silver Brandy, who's on the episode, who plays Mercedes. And shout out to Uncle Clifford. Of course, everyone loves Uncle Clifford. Um, but I think it's a, it's a decent show. I'm curious to see if they can keep the momentum of the show going. But I think season two, with some of the storylines, I probably can predict a lot of them already feel like we'll get a solid season two out of it. So check it out. It's on stars if you have not watched it. All right. Housekeeping. All right. Episode 147. I have two husbands with Kenya Stevens. I don't think I have gotten feedback like this from an episode in a very long time. A lot of you guys were... um, Like a lot of you guys are like perplexed by this episode because I think it challenged some of your own beliefs about what marriage and relationships could and should be. So I did some polls and talked to Boonie Tuesday on Instagram. 94% of the people who responded to the poll practiced monogamy. Only 6% who answered do poly lifestyles. Um, I had asked, did you know the difference between polyamory and polygamy? Um, before listening to this week's episode and 64% of the people who answered said no they did not so I was happy that um, you guys learned some things I think one of the things that was interesting for me a lot of you guys um, were in my dms particularly saying how 
one, it really challenged a lot of your thoughts on marriage. But at the same time, you guys acknowledged that Miss Kenya seemed happy and this arrangement and lifestyle worked for her family and her situation. So even though some of you were, you know, super Christians and hardcore conservatives, I thought I was proud of those people at least to be able to acknowledge that this situation works for her. Then on the other hand, I had a lot of married and engaged folks who either want to explore poly lifestyles with their partner. Um, and this episode gave them the courage to at least explore it. I had one person tell me um, that both her and her spouse had cheated on each other multiple times, but they don't want to get a divorce because they see the value in what they have built and that they, <laughs> they thought like, you know, maybe this could be a solution and they put, might enroll in some of Miss Kenya's courses. So I thought that was dope feedback too. Um, but I really, really do like the feedback from this one. I've not had people so engaged in an episode in a very, very long time. So if you have not listened to episode 147, I have two husbands with Kenya Stevens. It's last week's episode. Just listen to this one and then listen to that one. <laughs> All right. Also this Wednesday, this Wednesday, yes. On September 16th, we will be doing a Would You Rather Live at 8 p.m. over on Instagram. So again, if you're new here, every Wednesday in Instastory, we play a little Would You Rather game. Um, during quarantine, I started doing them on Instagram Live. So we'll do an Instagram Live on Wednesday. Go ahead and set your calendar now because um, that's going to be your reminder. <laughs> All right. So I hope to see some of you guys there. I don't think we've done one since July. So it's been a while since we've done one, like almost two months. So it's time to do one. All right. And lastly, I love it when you guys share the episodes with your feedback and commentary on your own social media platforms. You can be sure to tag us if you share on Facebook or on Instagram at The Boonie Breakdown. If you're sharing it on Twitter, just at Boonie Breakdown. Also be sure to use the hashtags The Boonie Breakdown and the hashtag pod in P-O-D-I-N. You know what? When you follow us on Instagram or if you follow us on Facebook, it's just so easy. Or even Twitter. You can just hit retweet put your comment bam you sent it to your whole audience if you're following us on instagram you know that little airplane looking button you can hit that and hit share and send it to your story put your little comments tag us bam i see them if your page is unlocked if your page is private i do not but i still welcome you sharing them with your networks all right it's so bomb it helps me grow and it costs you nothing. So thank you so much for doing that. And also, if you feel inclined, you can leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts if you listen to Apple, any Apple device. So your iPod, iPad, iPhone, MacBook, whatever. You just have to search for the Booney Breakdown. Select the Booney Breakdown. Scroll down and hit those five stars. So you guys are super bomb. You've been leaving some really great reviews. And thank you so much for those five stars. All right. So that is it for me. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl, Booney, and I have your favorite here, your problematic fave. I was waiting for you to say that part. You always got to say <laughs> that's my cue, and then I'm like, okay, now I can jump in. You know, hello, everybody. They've missed you, I'm sure. I know. It's been a while. I've been waiting for that call. Well, you know, I had to finish out some guests, and then we were on hiatus, and now it's your turn, yo. 
I know I'm here. Let's do it. How was your summer? Oh, Ooh, that sounds good. No, it's just I need a do-over. I mean, this summer Who was does a, it? this summer was a uh, a L. So I'm gonna take this L and I'm gonna hold it, and I'm gonna look at it like you know it was a good rebuild. I had a lot going on last year, so I got to save up a lot of money. Um, not traveling, not doing a bunch of shit. So Agreed. I just been, you know, just kind of took it as a rebuild. And uh, next summer is it. That's it. When do you feel comfortable to getting on a plane again? Like, have you been on a plane? I can't. If I fly, uh, my company said that I have to quarantine for 14 days. Gotcha. So I can work from home for 14 days, but I don't even want to do that. I mean, that's just like torture. <laughs> So I just rather, there's nowhere that I really need to go that I need to jump on a plane. So like I said, every chance I get, I'm just saving more money. Um, you know, so it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good. with you. I've paid off two credit cards, almost on a third, almost yeah. a zero. Yeah, you got to come out of here. You got to come out of this better. If you don't come out of COVID better, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. So next summer is my last official summer. Um, Why is that such a last whole summer? What's happening next yeah, summer? Yeah, I, I had already said 2021, I'm I'm done. I think I'm going to get out the game. So I had gave myself like two more summers, this summer and then next summer. And then around September, like right now, the 14th, the day after my birthday, my birthday is Sunday. Anybody want to send me a gift, cash app, dollar sign, creative culture. I appreciate you in advance. Um, 41 years old, so you just send $41 or $4.10, whatever you decide. It all to adds up. Yes, yes, 41 <laughs> cents. I know some asshole was going to do it, but uh, yeah, so at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? Next year I'll be 42. I think this is going to be my last whole summer. You know, next summer I'll probably just slow down a little bit. So I'm like, you know what? So, what are your plans ahead. for this whole summer? The next whole summer? Yeah, next year. I mean, the way God works, you just never know what might happen. So I really can't even put anything out there. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you think you're going to have a whole summer and then you end up booed up or something like that. So you just never know. Like, I can't really I can't really say. I just know that I'll still be single. I'm not getting into a relationship. Even if I'm booed up, I'm not going to be in a relationship until all 2021. 2021. Yes. So you got... Like 371 days to hoe it out. No, I'm not. I'm not jumping into a relationship. I just think that I'm just going to slow down and potentially, potentially, maybe. So ain't nothing going to change. <laughs> <laughs> I may be ready to receive. Nigga, ain't shit going to change. I had an announcement for you, and it is. I'm telling oh, you. Oh shit! Boom. What's your announcement? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I have a therapist. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Why are you <laughs> laughing? I'm so proud of you. I was just talking to a friend and we were just talking and he was like, you know, one of the chicks that he used to date, he really liked and he felt bad about like what happened in their relationship. And she was like, you know, if you really want me to ever take you serious again, you need to go to counseling. And so I was like, you know, I did counseling before. I was like, I actually liked it. I wanted to do it again. 
And I was like, you know, I just haven't done it. The last time I went was like 2015, 2016, okay. something like that. Four like years 2015. Ago. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I'll do it. And he was like, for real? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I'm going to find somebody. And I was like, I'm going to find somebody too. And he was like, yo, we're going to do this shit. And I was I like, I love yeah. it. Black men holding black men accountable. Right. So I was like, you know, I'm going to sit on that couch and I'm going to just let it out. I'm going to just be like, you know what? These bitches ain't shit. <laughs> Ayana, I'm telling you, it's not me. It is you. Can I ask you a question? I've been on this crusade about this. If it's too much, you could tell me shut the fuck up. I was not planning on doing this. You said it is me. I heard you slip that in there. What am I doing? We'll get to that. But I have a question for you. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 14. Was it with an older woman? No. Okay, that makes me feel good. No. I've been having this conversation a lot with various men who have lost their virginity, and I'm doing air quotes, um, at a young age, but it was always with the older one. I'm like, you were molested. Like, that wasn't a, a, it's okay to say that, right? Like, go heal from yeah. that shit. But, but I, I am really shocked at how many men I know who that's their experience. Yeah. So one of the things I was talking to somebody and they thought I was trying to be like, make jokes growing up in the inner city, like Baltimore city, like, you know, you have pressure on you to lose your virginity and be sexually active at a young age. So I felt that pressure. And I felt like as in that generation, we were like over-sexualized. So, you know, that was like a thing, like, if you wasn't having sex or you wasn't doing certain stuff, like in fifth grade, we was like with the neighborhood hoes, sucking titties, you know, finger popping and shit like that. So it's like fifth, sixth grade, you 10, 11 years old, you're not even young, old enough to comprehend the what things you that doing? you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. when you finally go out here and you keep this over-sexualized mentality and you go through high school and you go through college and you sleep with a whole lot of people, what it does is it devalues sex. So when you devalue sex to a certain point, you don't care that like you cheated or the person you with had sex with somebody. You almost end up in an open relationship because you just don't even fucking care. Like it's just sex. Are you going to fucking come home? Are you going to cook tonight? Do you have your bill money? <laughs> and if you have all of the things that keep us happy, like I'm good. Like yeah, that's so. Kind of sad. Yeah, I mean it's kind of sad, but it's kind of real. So it's like when. Some people can't comprehend this because it's like I was just having a conversation with somebody and it was like, well, you know, when you hit 40, a lot of shit that you cared about before, you just don't care about as much anymore. You live a little bit more free. Like you've been through some shit. You've been married. You've been divorced. Everything that, you know, you was taught that was so like pure and innocent or like this is the way and you've been conditioned to believe this. All you realize half the shit is not true anyway. <laughs> so once you realize all of that, you just kind of live a little bit more free. And when okay. you're living free, you know, all of that other shit is just kind of like out the window as to conforming to what society says. So speaking of living free, this week on the podcast, we had a woman on who um, was polyamorous. She had two husbands. They lived in the same house with each other. She had the... All, they each have multiple partners, boyfriends, girlfriends. Don't make that face. I wish people could see your face. Would you do that type of lifestyle? 
or Not when you settle down, you're going to be a one woman man. If I was to be in a poly situation, it would be a poly V. I would be. Can you explain that for people? So the V is like, you know, the bottom of the V is like two stems. You have the bottom part. That's the point. I would be the point, And then I would have two women who are closed off at the top where they can only be with me. So you would do polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm would be saying, polyamorous, but got look, it. I'm okay. Just saying, like some that, women. That's the so structure somebody, you would want. Which is why show, I had that woman on. The show. That's after why I the, had Kenya on, was because we've always heard it that way. You never yeah. hear about it from the woman. Right. But when we left the show, a friend of mine who came to the show in Atlanta, mm-hmm. she put me in a group on Facebook. And I was surprised when I got in the group on Facebook how many women were looking to be a part of a V. They were like looking for other uh, people, partners to be in their V, like other women to be with like their, them and their mate. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, whole thing. I feel like I need to do another episode on it because I feel like this woman only scratched the surface. And I think a lot of people didn't even know what this shit was. And so now there is a curiosity around it. And I was kind of shocked by how many married people responded to it telling me, oh, this shit is lit. Like, I got to bring this up with my husband or I got to bring this up with my wife. <laughs> it is, yeah. It'll save a lot of marriages. Um, yeah, I mean, that's literally what this woman said. Like, they loved each other. They reached the 10-year mark and they wanted to do something else. And this was their, it took them two years to transition, but this was their solution. Yeah, I think you got to be really like secure about yourself first and then secure about your relationship second. Um, if you're insecure about yourself, none of that stuff is going to work. Yeah. So if you're, if you're strong enough, you can, you know, deal with that. But I don't know. I mean, I always say like, you know, when we have, we talk about threesomes, we get those questions. I'm the one who always like, Yo, chill before you get yourself in some shit you can't fucking handle. So it's the same way with, you know, polygamy. Like, it's not for everybody. Some people think they can handle stuff, and then when they get in it, it might be, like, too much. But um, the idea of it really sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely saw some pros. I'm not going to lie. I know I'm also not at the point where I could do one. So, but I see the pros in it. I yeah, it's this one. It's this one couple. It's a thr- a throuple that I follow on Instagram. They post a lot of stuff about their life, and they're both pretty girls, and um, they're black, and it's like black and poly or something like that. Might be their name. I'm not two, sure. Two of my followers have disclosed to me that they are the third in a throuple. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. This 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 guy and girls like they kind of, you know, they all nice looking, they have a great time, they always hanging out and then the girls like will do stuff where they be together and they'll post pictures of like just them two hanging out, you know. I mean, bro, living. I mean, they don't have no kids, so like, you know, it's a little different. You bring a kid into the equation and might fuck the whole throttle up. Like I tell people, it should be great until you bring them kids in. Like <laughs> you know, Kids is a motherfucker. Like it will mess everything up. Adds All the chemistry. To the cons list. <laughs> yes. So it's like <laughs> anytime a kid comes in any picture, it just messes up the whole thing because I feel like that's a whole nother episode. But kids can kids can really It sucks change. is what you say. No, it just changes the dynamic. Like it's a lot of young people who 
in love and they're married and they want to have children and then boom they have that kid and now it's like oh my gosh she just so in love with the baby she don't fuck me no more oh you know like all she care about is this baby like fuck that baby so it's like, fuck them kids <laughs> right so it's like you like i lived that like you know you married and you like damn like put the baby in the goddamn crib no the baby is crying let me go get the baby like you don't get your ass in this fucking bed and then like she get in the bed and then she sleep so you'd be like yo this shit is some bullshit like you didn't live like that you got drunk you fucked you did shit like that or when you ain't got no kids it's like both of y'all could just be like all right well i see you back at the house at like 1 a.m you know you got kids it's like no it's your night to stay home no 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 i stayed home last week well this week is my sister's babysitter man motherfuckers ain't trying to babysit nobody's baby like i'm talking (laughs) baby when your kids get to a certain point yeah people will be like oh yeah they could come over but when it's a baby and it's so funny i'm the opposite like i would babysit my nephews more when they were babies than i do now (laughs) fuck that i ain't babysitting no babies like it's nah. funny. I like it. All right. That's look. part of your punishment. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to register. All right. I've been hearing a lot lately and a l- avid listener. I'm going to believe them because sometimes I don't remember a lot of what we talk about. But somebody said in all the episodes that I've had you on, we have never talked about period sex. And I just find that hard to believe. I don't. I don't think we probably haven't. Um, but I'm going to believe them because they, they, I feel like they know my show more than I know my show. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even think it's a thing. Like, what is, what's the, what's the thing? Do like, you have is, period sex? Of course. I was just, you know, low blood. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I, my thing is I always go with how the guy is. Like, I have one particular person who is very adamant, like, nah, I can wait a couple days, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, very adamant. He will not, like, it could be the first day, last day. No, you you got a pad on? You got a tampon on it? No, I'm not fucking you. Um, I've also had experiences where people have done very lengthy slow fucks while I'm on my period. And... I'm always squeamish, like, not my heavy day. Like, I'll do it any other day, but not my heavy day. And that's how I knew this nigga was nasty, because he was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was mean, like, that's, well, so my you, goal, don't, you don't care, I don't care. My goal is to be the nastiest person you've been with anyway. Like, if I fuck with you like that, and you my girl, or we in, like, some type of real serious situation, like, my goal is for you to always remember... This nigga is disgusting. So, like, yeah, don't do it. Yeah, like, I mean, <clears throat> we joke around about it all the time as friends. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck that period. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, sometimes, like, I tell them, like, yo, even like, like basketball for my fellas out there. Like, when you start a game of fifty, where do you shoot the ball at? At the top of the key. So you don't go down in the paint. You're not at the foul line you right there at the top of the key. Where's the clitoris? At the top of the key. So you ain't got to go down in the in the Red Sea to still satisfy her. So you eating pussy on the period? I didn't say that. I I'm said, asking, though. Listen, listen, I said, fellas, you ain't got to go down in the paint to throw down the dunk. You can shoot a three-pointer. 
and still win the game. That's all I'm going to say. You can play around at the top of the key and just shoot jumpers all day. I'm going to ask you again. Do you eat pussy on the period? I've, I've never said that I have. I've never said that I have. That's some stuttering there. I've never said that I have. Okay. And I won't say that I have not. <laughs> you are nasty. All I said is my goal, <laughs> if I fuck with you like that, my goal, one goal in mind. Brian eats bloody pussy. Nope. Yeah, you do. Probably nasty. You probably get it in your beard. You probably like that shit, yo. No, them cl- no, clats, no clats in the beard. Because <laughs> if, if you go down that far, you're going to get a clot. You're going to come out with a clot, and that shit could be disgusting. Like, the one thing about period sex that I don't like, don't cut the fucking lights on. Like, let me just go <laughs> get in the shower. You just got to run straight to the shower. Just go straight and to you, the but shower. But you have to be a gentleman and let me shower first. Like, I'll wipe you off, but please let me get in the shower first. That's cool. I just don't want to look down and see the blood running down my leg. Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want my dick looking like a fucking butcher's knife. Like this <laughs> shit is just disgusting. But but the here's the thing. I, I I like period sex because one two reasons. One, the first being. You being horny is fuck horny. on your period. I knew that was the number one. Like, I knew that was number one. Y'all <laughs> that be horny is my, shit. Yo, my period, I feel like of any four or five days in the whole month, I'm the horniest those five days. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous, one. Y'all be off the chain, so that's why you can't... So when guys, like, turn down period sex, I'm like, how can you turn it down? Like, she's so fucking horny. Like... I'm, you could feel the shit walking horny. in the room. You could feel it walking in the room. Yeah, I'm disgustingly like, oh, horny. I'm gonna just get the top, and I'm like, yeah. Sometimes you want the top, but then sometimes you like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Boy, sit on that yeah, thing, girl. Not, like, just that's sit not down good. On. That's not enough for me uh, when I'm on my period. And two, I don't ever want to get on top though. I don't ever want to get on top when you're on your period. Like, it's one position. You? I lay on my back, and whatever end up on my area. That's I'm fine. done on the top of my period. The, which I the don't... towel down, that's too much because it's like you asking for a crime scene. Like, I don't want anything on the towel. I don't want that to come back and realize there's a bloody towel. So, story time with Booney. <laughs> <laughs> One time. This is so bad. We left money in the hotel room because it was so bloody. Oh my god, we fucked that bed up. <laughs> like it was so bad. I did not intend for it to get that like I just didn't think we were gonna have sex because it was my heavy day, but homeboy was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, let's go. Yeah, we just left fifty dollars move on the thing for the cleaner lady, because I'm like, sorry, yo. <laughs> sorry, homie. Yeah, yes. I don't mind that. I've done doggy style. I've done anal my period. Like I, I fuck because I'm horny. So don't be afraid, child. Lay down, or you could do it in the shower if you want to. I personally don't like fucking in the shower, but if you're that scared about it, but I'm not Mm. childish. I'm gonna fuck on my period. If you if you're down for it, let's go. I mean, I I've never I've never been approved so. Oh, we know you're not. Next thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
You posted that too this morning on your Instagram. Um, about what was the it was like a meme, like if he fuck you in your period, come early. Oh yeah, yeah. And you gotta lower yeah. your voice. Yeah. yeah. That's another reason why I will fuck. If I know my period's coming, like just get the shit out of the way. Come on. That was me last month. I, that shit was a whole no. No, that's this month. Last month I was late. This month I'm I'm early. I guess I'm balancing out. TMI, I guess. <laughs> I'm just But when I'm you just, have nasty times, I'll be like, damn nigga, this period, you brought this period on. Quick, my nigga. <laughs> or when y'all think it's about to be over and you pull it back down. Like I swear this is the last day, and then it'd be like, it's back down. Yeah, y'all do yeah. that too. That's that's all on y'all. All right, I thought we you said it. you were spotting. <laughs> this is a mess. I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that one. Like, oh, it's my last day. We good. <laughs> like, is there only little brown spots? No. Okay. That's your day. All right, we have not talked about this because you haven't been on here. WAP, what ass pussy? Oh my god, that is like the most, the most um, exaggerated shit ever. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like. There's a difference between damp and wop, and it's a big ass gap. So, so you're women, saying a lot of women have damp pussies. They think their pussy is so wet. Like I've had chicks tell me, like, "Oh, I got wet panty liner all day. My shit be wet. My shit be dripping." You be like, "This shit ain't wet." <laughs> <laughs> like it's different, and then there's different levels. Like, and then there's like you know, squirt or wet. Like you, you know, you get in that shit and you feel like you're in fucking Wild World. A lot of y'all don't remember when it was called Wild World. <laughs> Not Wild World. <laughs> and they had the Wild Wave and the shit would just. That was coming. my favorite part of Wild World. <laughs> right, you get in the Wild Wave and the, and the fake little waves would come and just crash on you. That's a different level of wet pussy. So it's different varieties, and I'm not saying like one is definitely better than the other. Of course, most of them are better than damp, but. Women will try to be like, oh, it was the man, or oh, he didn't get me into a certain point. No, it's like, you not that wet. You not that wet. Well, I think it could be a combination of the two. It could be, but some of them, when they think they soup, oh my God, I'm dripping. You're not. You're not dripping. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not dripping. You, you're not. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we know. We know when we like, God damn. Like, so how do you know? Just walk us through it. You're about to slide in and it, you just said it feels like a wave pool. Like that's, that's what ass pussy. It's like, that's how, that's the first thing I would do if I had a dick. Like I would like to feel what it feels like to put your dick. So in it's pussy. like, it's like when you go, it's like, take your hand right later today, like get a cup, right. And fill it up with like halfway with water. And when you push your hand down in the glass, like it's already like, going in kind of tight so it's not like you going just swoosh like putting your hand in the sink but you're pushing it down and just as it's submerged in the water you start to feel like that wetness and then you can feel it like almost making a sound as you pull your hand in and out of the cup and then you hear that mac and cheese Come sound analogy <laughs> you hear that mac and cheese sound and you'll be like ha that's that wet ass pussy <laughs> 
That is actually an amazing analogy. I can't even. I mean, that's just how I think of it. Like, damn, like that shit crazy because it's the same result. When you take your hand out, you got to shake that motherfucker like that. <laughs> you, might put your, you might put two fingers down there like, or you might be just, you know, you might be like, you know, doing your like lick thing and then you're trying to like touch the G spot. So you're using both your tongue and your finger. And then all of a sudden when you take your hand out, you got to be like, shit, you got to shake that motherfucker off. <laughs> Like you gotta like wipe it on her side of her sheets. Like let me wipe my hand right here real quick before I get the business. <laughs> yo, you're disgusting, yo. Yeah, you know, I mean it just is what it is. That's I mean, where this is an adult show. It is an adult show. I do appreciate that analogy though, because that's always a thing. I always feel like that that moment right where it's like where you're talking about the hands and the cup, but like when he's putting his dick in and you do that. Yeah, that is like one of my favorite moments in sex. And um, that's how I knew it. I wasn't going to make it with this one particular person. Because when they were doing, when we were having, when we had sex for the first time, I was like, it wasn't no, <laughs> like y'all can't see my face, but it wasn't no like, I didn't do no gas, no. And he didn't even say like, uh, like if you don't get a fuck when he's sliding in, then I was like, well, shit, dude, we ain't even compatible, nigga, because ain't, you ain't feel it and I ain't feel it. So Sometimes I'll just be like, just take it out and put it back in. Like, sit back down on it. Like, take it out again and just sit back down on it. Like, that that feeling, like you said, is... It's like, like top tier. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It's a good, it's a good moment. Like, it is. I yeah. think it's very uh, underrated moment in sex. Like... It is. It is. Um... That's very important. It's very important. Especially, like, if it's your first time. Like, that shock and awe is, like, the first time. Like, I always say shock and awe because it reminds me of when George Bush hit Iraq and they, like, called it shock and awe and they hit, like, all of the villages and, like, just dropped all type of new... Just fuck shit all up. (laughs) So, in my mind, that's where it is with sex. Like, you... If you gotta send a dick pic or you gotta show her before or she grabbing your dick, cool... But the shock and awe is when she don't know. And you just pull that motherfucker out. Next thing you know, you slide it up in her and she goes, <gasps> or she like immediately like, you know, want to put one hand out at your waist and you like, chill, chill. Yeah, it's like a very underrated moment in sex. I'm with yeah. you there. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I, you know, I'm going to start using that shock and awe because I had a shock and awe <laughs> moment one time. With it's gonna cost you okay, a little penis, it wasn't little, it was average. I'm gonna say, and I'm like, fuck, like, I wanted him to have a big ass dick so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a shocking awe moment because I just was like, oh, shit like, he actually knew how to fuck, so I didn't even mind. Like, it's a nice ass dick, like, he it's quality penis there. <laughs> Even though it was mediocre, well, I'm not gonna say mediocre. It was average. Sorry if you're listening. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Sorry, it wasn't mediocre. It was bomb as fuck. Um, why do men suck at foreplay so bad? Um, I think because a lot of times we um are just uh in a rush. Um, it depends. Like. It depends on a person and the chemistry, but sometimes we just want it when we want it. And it's like the foreplay part can be 
a little bit of a challenge. Um, y'all be bullshitting with the foreplay too. Sometimes y'all don't even. Sometimes y'all don't even like start like y'all just go straight to just giving hit, and then it's like. But when we do that, it's like, oh, you ain't play with my nipples. Oh, you ain't kiss down my stomach. Oh, you could have kissed me a little longer. Oh, bite my neck. But you just go straight to just giving me hit. Not that I need you to like kiss my nipples or lick my chest or nothing, but I did the same shit you did. We both just gave each other some hit, and then that was foreplay. But I should have kissed you longer. I should have touched you longer. You wanted me to take your clothes off. Like, I don't know that. Like, did you really, like, communicate? Like, I hate that when it's like you want me to take stuff off. Like, help me. Yeah. Help I, I mean, me. Help me. Speak the fuck up is always my thing. But yeah. I do think... Especially men who can't last as long, don't have a good stroke game. Like, it's such a missed opportunity. If you were better in foreplay, you might get a, a big, like, a little pass on the dick down if it ain't that bomb. Like, But that foreplay might be what's killing them. That, then that's another problem. It might be like problem. that buildup just, like, is killing them. And as soon as they stick it in, like, wow. Like, you got to be prepared for that. That's... That's unfortunate, <laughs> but it's true. It's reality. <laughs> it's unfortunate, though. Yeah, I mean, I just could see where it's like that foreplay just got you ready to just. It don't happen with me, but I mean, I could just see. Uh, you can make that face all you want. You can check my credits. You know, people. You can check behind me. You know, I'm run your whole facts. They they your whole facts are right to your DM. You ain't even got to run it. They'll be like, <laughs> Nah, Boonie, he wasn't quick. <laughs> Nigga took too long. <laughs> Made me think of my shit wasn't wet. <laughs> well, you already so you probably got some girl listening to this, like, damn, am I his damn pussy? <laughs> no, this one no. This one girl that I used to date and be in a, like, I mean, I used to hate that shit. She like, get the KY. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, yeah, you that shit was awful. Like, and I was just like, 20s like yo you too young to be using ky like so here's the thing i don't lube is your friend right i don't mind lube i was having this conversation with someone recently i'm glad you mentioned just jog this where especially when i was younger dealing with men who used ky and um particular i had encountered some man who would put the ky inside the condom for what? So I have a theory around this. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't get that. So my theory is that those men who were doing that have some type of issue down there. And so they're trying to make the situation so wet so they could blame the woman to be like, oh, your pussy was so wet. That's why you ain't feel it. Or your pussy was so wet. That's why I fell out. Or yeah, it's not because your dick couldn't get hard. You couldn't Inside last. Inside the condom? I, I'm telling you. I I was floored by it, but it's this person slippery. It's already like that's what I'm saying. Know, but I feel like because they knew their dick wasn't gonna get hard. Like, like it's already like lubed up. It's like because when you that's the thing I hate about condoms. That smell like you get that condom smell when your hand. It's like it's not like a it fucking tire go. store. That's why because yeah. y'all niggas use magnums, which are trash. It don't go away. Like they, the smell just don't go away. Like you just it's like if you were cheating and you got to go home. 
in your mind, you feel like you still smell like a condom. Like, I just can't get the smell off of me. <laughs> That's because y'all all use the Magnums and they're trash. They do smell like a fucking Michelin tire. Like, what the fuck? I hate it. I mean, what else we still to use? One condoms? Shout out to one condoms. Shout out to one condoms. Or you could use skin. Skin is a very nice brand as well. I enjoy. I mean, how are they? No, never mind. You know, they have skin extra large, nigga. Because I knew that's what you was about to say. No, because that's why. That's why dudes be reaching for the magnums because it's a complex thing. No, dudes reach, feel like. Yeah, dudes reach for magnums because they've been branded as the big dick condom, and everybody wants yeah. to feel like they have a big dick. And right. half these niggas don't even need the magnums. One. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you do though. I did, and I had somebody tell me before that I needed to get the next size up, and I did, and I was like nervous to try them, but it wasn't a big difference between that one and the XLs. But usually boy, it's in girth. I, yeah, and so what I did was I had that box like laying right on my counter. <laughs> like my homies came over, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Shorty told me like <laughs> you're struggling with that regular Magnum. You need to go up a size." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, boy." <laughs> you know it's the black owned condom company b condoms no i never heard of them yeah b condoms black owned it's a guy jason panda is the owner um and he what they branded theirs trying to do the marketing of uh magnum so instead of the gold wrapper their large ones are platinum wrappers okay so I like and that. I, I use their condoms before too. I had to, <laughs> the first time. Can I we go it, back for one second? Why? Because there's a listener somewhere. Like, how does she know he needs a bigger condom? <laughs> <laughs> Don't Brian give we off? We go big, through this all the time. But, but Brian gives off big dick energy. Like, I mean, that's why he can be an asshole. Am I wrong, ladies? Like, you, everybody listening knows Brian got a big dick. That's why y'all be in his DMs. Y'all be in my DMs about him. Y'all be showing y'all asses at the live show because Brian has big dick energy. It's just the energy. It's not a big dick. It's just big dick energy. He is an asshole, so you know he has a big dick. Was it it's like eight right. inches? It's all right. I don't know what it is. I haven't measured myself since I was in high school. That's the type of shit you do when you're young. <laughs> you be like, wait. Just like you keep putting your little height thing at the door every year and then you finally move and you look back at all the times you grew up. <laughs> it's like the shit you be doing when you're younger, like keep sitting there, like looking at your dick, trying to see if it grew, measuring the circumference and everything like that. No, I haven't done that since I was like a kid. Okay. I mean, okay. at the end of the day, I just feel like it is what it is. Like whether you think it's big, like I've had people like, oh, you, you working with something, it ain't a monster or some chicks like, oh, that's monster dick or oh, that's not everybody is going to have their own different perception because everybody's had all different types of dicks and they come in all shapes and sizes. So at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, you can get what Look I got. you being very, um, all dicks matter. No, because at the end of the day, you're going to get what I got. I can't give you nobody else dick but my own. So you better love what you're getting. I mean, I feel like it's a lot like me. Like I'm not six, four, six, two, six, one. I'm not even, I'm not even six feet. I'm five eleven and maybe a half. Look at so, him trying to give himself a half. Yeah, I'm trying to give myself a half. Well, I'll take 5'11 and then take an extra inch somewhere else. I mean, that's but, still taller than a lot of men. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, I feel like me and my dick were built together. Like, we are both, like, thick, not too tall, strong, 
You know what I mean? Like that's Thick. that's me and my that's me Strong. and my dick. <laughs> These are all good qualities in a penis. <laughs> so we talk about shit like this all the time, and then it's like somebody listens, like y'all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, I got no, a question for you. Not. I got a question for you. You can tell me if it's inappropriate. What's thicker, your beard or your dick? What? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally releasing the video part of this. <laughs> either way, either way, either one of them are both going to get you wet. Blush? They're, they're both, they're both going to get wet. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think I'm all I like of my years of knowing him. I think I made him blush. But that's the best part about having a beard. Like, if you eating pussy and you do it right, all this shit should be wet. Like, if you got a beard and that shit is not like you're not coming up and looking like it's just not. It's just, it's just like clean. Like you ain't doing good enough. You should like all this shit should just it be should like be a sheen to your beard. Yes. yes, it should be looking like yeah, yeah, like, dripping yes. down on her. Dripping right yes down on her. Yes. Dripping right down on her. Exactly. All that. <laughs> These are all the tips for you guys. All right. <laughs> Let me change gear so Brian can stop blushing. We've given his dick enough attention. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him blush. Look at his cheeks. All right. Um, you are not releasing the video portion of this. I am. Don't dare me. You did not ever, you didn't get my permission and I didn't sign anything. So I'll talk to your lawyer about it. <laughs> I'll have her contact you. <laughs> I know. I know. Her. I'll just send her a message right now. <laughs> All right. I had someone messaged me about this and I had never heard of this term. And I feel like we keep making shit up because we don't want relationships to work. <laughs> Micro cheating. Exactly. That? that was my exact Is it like reaction. just a little bit of cheating? So what I had to Google it myself because I was like, every fucking day we make up something new because we don't want relationships to work. So it says this woman, Ty Tashiro, psychologist and author of The Science of Happily Ever After, What Really Matters in the Quest for Endearing Love, defines micro cheating as a relatively small act of emotional infidelity with someone outside of a person's committed relationship. So mm. when I read further, it was saying most of it is like through these apps and the DMs lying to an ex about what your status is. <laughs> mm. So I'm like, oh shit. Well then if that's the case, yes, I have micro cheated a lot. I didn't I even know micro, macro, <laughs> <laughs> whatever word you want to use. Uh, minimal, maximum. You've done it all. At the end of the day, <laughs> I feel like anytime cheating is cheating. Um, anytime you're doing something that that other person can't see, or you're going to be hiding from that person, is cheating. I mean, it just is what it is. Like when we start getting to a point where, like, well, it was a little cheat, or was it a big cheat, or you know, like, was it sex? Or I mean, sometimes like the emotional shit is probably like more crazy for me because I'm like, as a man, like, all right, you, you was at a club or something, you was dancing with this dude and you liked him and you gave him a lot of attention. That might be physical, but damn, like you text this nigga every night, good night, baby, I miss you. And I'm thinking about you and you text him from my bed. Like mm. that's different. Like that's, that might be worse than you fucking him. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I've definitely done the, oh, my ex hit me up, but I didn't really say what I was. I've done all that shit. I didn't toyed the line there. I feel like that's the perfect time to like drop the bomb on the ex. Like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm. It I'm depends. Good. <laughs> I'm good. It depends. We're good oh, it over depends here. on the ex. There are other people. I'm like, oh yeah, get my walls knocked out every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so damp girl who used to always use the KY. Like one day she was like, oh, damp yeah. girl. She was like, I got a new boyfriend and he can. I don't have to use KY. Something she said, like, almost like trying to be like an insult. And I'm just like, that pussy was terrible. Like, it was just awful. But in my mind, I just was like, whatever makes you feel better. Like, if you're trying to, like, make me mad, I really don't care. Like, now I've actually had an ex tell me, I thought it was one of the biggest compliments of my life. They're still with someone. And they told me, like, I have to rate your, your pussy 4.5 stars out of five. And it was like, I can't give it five because I don't know what five star pussy is. And I was like, you know, 4.5, I'll take it. You told Thank us you. that on the episode before. You're really proud of that story. I am. I feel like from that particular person, that is a huge compliment. Yeah. So we was having a conversation about Rushmore and we was just like, you know, like girls who you want Rushmore with, you can always fuck them again. Oh, so, in a heartbeat, I'd fuck that nigga in the game. Right, he, so he could ring my doorbell right now, and I'd be like, "Brian, gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the booty breakdown. It's, it's not even my show. You're not. You're not leaving me with the guests. You're leaving your own show. Yeah, like gotta go, Brian. But yeah, they were saying so. It was like we were talking about like Mount Rushmore. It's like you have your four on your Mount Rushmore, and then it's like when you think of like your best people, like those four people, you know, pop up, and then it's like they could potentially be replaced, but usually they kind of stand thin there. But yeah, I at first I always had a top three, but I like Mount Rushmore more because recently somebody I was having to juggle the top three and they're all in the top <laughs> for like different reasons. They're you know, and so I'm gonna go with Rushmore now because now all four of them can be there. And you're right about shit, yeah. All four of them niggas could come knock on my door right now. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Together, nigga. <laughs> Are you, you going bust it down? You bust it down? <laughs> I don't really know if I have a Rushmore. I really honestly don't. Like, I'd be thinking, like, in my mind, like, where, when. I don't know. Like, it'd just be weird. I don't know. Like, I have a highlight reel, but I don't know if, like. I do have a highlight reel, and it's so funny. I had an Instagram memory come up the other day, and I text one of them niggas the, um, the screenshot of it because it was seven years ago and i was like who remember this night and all it was was a picture of um the elevator but i knew exactly what hotel and what city where i was the day the time because that night was filthy and i sent the screenshot and he i just wanted to see what he was going to say i was like what a night and he was like whoo if i could do that again yeah nigga that was a night <laughs> all i saw was a motherfucking elevator buttons that's crazy yeah it's crazy how stuff like that happened where you can just remember off of little things but that's why i think as we talked earlier about devaluing sex sex still has a major part 
because it connects us to so many different things and people. Like we can always remember like cities and hotels we had sex in. You'd be like, oh yeah, I remember yeah, doing that. Because <laughs> it's like there. if you go like if you go on like a vacation, like and the sex is not good, I feel I blame you. Like I feel like I'm not leaving out the country. <laughs> I'm not leaving out the country for no like bad sex. Like I'm not leaving out the country to try new sex. Like people have this thing where they're like be like trying to trick off on girls, like, oh let me take you somewhere, or oh, let me take you on a vacation. And I'm like, you ain't even get the pussy yet. Like <laughs> That should be corny because it's like, I feel like you're using money to try to get what you want. But then it's like, she's still not going to be happy because she's still going to be thinking about me. So it's like, you know, when chicks be like, oh, yeah, this guy asked to take me away. You don't want to go. Bye. Wow. They say stuff like that. Like, you know, oh, this guy had asked me, could he take me to, you know, to DR? Yeah, but I don't really want to go. Like, yeah, because you know you're not going to get fucked right. You yeah. know you're not going to get fucked right. You're going to go. I won't even go to Philadelphia if I know you're not going to fuck me right. Right? So. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not even trying to go to D.C. Like, I'm not even trying to go down 295. Like, I ain't even trying to ride my bike to Arundel Mills. Like, I'm not even Because I've to... known to put some miles on the car for some good <laughs> dick. Okay? And. <laughs> I can't, you know, I just had this picture in my head. Of you on ninety five with like a little Tupperware thing of food, a pamper on, just like I'm not stopping until I get to the dick. <laughs> not a pamper. <laughs> Remember when the lady had the pamper on? Yes. Go kill that other lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making no stops. Like, um, like straight pamper on, fucking. I'm, I'm ready, I'm, ready to, yeah. Back in my young days, back in them 20s, boy, it wasn't nothing to get a message like, oh, it's 1 a.m. All right, I can be in Philly by 2.15. <laughs> Not anymore. I drive respectable now. That's but how my- I was. So when I was 22 and I lived in Philly, I could literally be home in an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, I yeah. used to burn my little Pontiac Grand Am. We used to kill 95, boy. That thing, that car was good to me. Good memories. All right, Brian. I think we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make no calls. Don't make no calls. I'm not. I'm a chill. I feel like you're about to make a call. I feel nervous. I'm a chill. I've been, I'm a good. I just, I've been very COVID responsible with one person. And there you go. Yeah. Okay. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Any final words, Brian? Final words from me is um, get the counseling, you know. I'm really proud of you for that. I'm proud of myself. And I honestly feel like the scary part is going to attract more women. Because if that word gets out around the street that I'm working on my mental health as well as my physical health, riding my bike, lifting weights, you know, trying to be a better me. That shit is just going to draw the wrong attention. So please, please, while I'm healing, let me heal, ladies. Please let me heal. Don't come in my DM trying to disturb my peace. Let me heal. Look, I feel like that's a fair (laughs) request. Let him heal. Maybe you could be the next Mrs. Henderson. All right. 
Bye, Brian. <laughs> Bye, Booty. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks to the homie Brian for stopping in. And I know you guys are super proud of him for enrolling in therapy. Let's see if he's still going to stay our problematic fave or not. Who knows? But I think he will. (laughs) And also, I've been getting some messages about when are we going to do a digital boonie live? If we do do it, it will be later in the fall, okay? So possibly November timeframe in my mind, all right? So just letting you guys know that now. And if you haven't, go ahead and shoot the homie some belated birthday wishes, all right? And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You might just hear your review in the next episode. Follow us on social media and share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope ass week. Stay safe, healthy, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>